Welcome to the Dirt Bike Brand Podcast. My name is Jeremy and this is season five of this crazy podcast that we started so long ago. Myself and Alex are the hosts and we appreciate your time and everyone that gets on this podcast. We share stories from desert racing, flat track, hard enduro, regular enduro, all forms of motorcycles. We try and bring everyone together and have a yarn. Really just share the stories, get everyone pumped for a weekend or recap on what just happened over the weekend. There's so much racing in Australia and we're very proud to be a part of it and to bring you it. So thank you for tuning in. Like in life, we get a bit excited. The guests get a bit excited. It's a bad language can come out. It's unfortunate. We do apologize. You don't like bad language, but shit happens. Thanks to the amazing support we have from not only you, the fans, but companies here in Australia. We wouldn't be able to make this happen. So thank you. Please remember to share all the episodes that you like because it doesn't just give us the exposure, but it gives the riders the exposure. And that's what they really need. We need to get the events out there. We need to get the riders out there so we can bring more attention to them and help them grow their career. So once again, welcome to season five. Hope you enjoy. Strap in. It is going to be an epic year. And get after it. Cheers. Welcome to the Dirt Bike Breeder. My name is Jeremy, and today I'm sitting down with Spoke Motorcycle Festival Festival founder, Brett Worthington. How are you, my friend? Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you very much for your time, mate. It must be very busy for you coming up to, well, I guess, D-Day for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so under uh, under two weeks now, so it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, as you say, it's uh, pretty full on. No, look, that's it. I mean... Um, Spoke Motorcycle Festival is probably not one that many people have heard of. It's all the way in Tasmania, mate. Let's uh, let's kind of have a bit of an overview of what the festival is and then we'll get into how it actually started. Yeah, sure. So, look, it's um, I suppose it's a, a way of introducing people to uh, sort of motorcycling or motorcycle racing. Um, so, it's not just for the motorcycle enthusiasts, although um, obviously they'll be the majority of the people that are there. Um, look, we have some some grass racing. Racing, so we just set up um, yeah some grass tracks. We have a slalom, sort of you know right left, right left over 250 meters. A sprint. Uh, we have a, a small grass track race. Um, we have a posty bike race this year. Um, mean. And we also do stuff like uh, moto polo, so soccer on the back of motorbikes. So just some fun stuff. Look, it's not sort of top speed stuff. It is a way for you know people to money sort of introduce. Or, you know, introduce themselves to, to motorcycle racing, and then if they're you know, really keen, they might go and join a uh, you know another motorcycle club that that concentrates on uh, on that sort of stuff. So yeah. absolutely, and and you, you're right. You, like going on your website and looking at all your social media stuff, it's also set in one, an extremely beautiful part of the world as well. Uh, it's an unbelievable property that we have it on, mate. So Mayfield Estate, um, down the east coast of Tassie, so 12 minutes south of Swansea. Uh, and the yeah, the property we have it on is just uh, it's incredible. I feel so lucky to be able to uh, how to use it. And I think everyone that sort of comes along also you know appreciates the, the pristine environment that we're mm. in. So um, yeah, we all try and look after it as best we can because once we leave, that's uh, the landowner's uh, livelihood. So we've got to make sure we leave it in as good a condition as we we found it. So and that's it. And so it's a couple of day event. Is it camping or what? What's the kind of situation? Yeah, there? mate. Yeah, absolutely. So it's three days. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and yeah, absolutely. We have camping, um, heaps of room for camping on the property. We have bands on the Friday and Saturday night, um, you know, supported well by good old Tassie, um, food, wine and beer. So, mm. um, yeah. It looks awesome. As I said, the, the stuff you see on socials is cool and you're right. You have so much kind of range for what people can do, you know, if they're not the, you know, obviously they're not the fastest kind of riding, but it's a cool kind of just festival for motorcycles, which we kind of need, you know, today. We don't really have many of them 
especially an introductory one as well. Yeah, look, um, we're doing a few different uh, things this year. So we're having what we call spoken tales. So we'll interview um, a couple of people, or one on the Saturday and one on the Sunday. So on the Saturday, we've got Jeremy Tor. So he um, previously worked for Discovery Channel, and he's ridden a motorcycle um, around the world more than most. So he's got some really cool stories of some of the places he's travelled to and some of the adventures he he's been on and bikes he's used Mm -hmm. and then um we'll interview tim coleman on the sunday so um yeah obviously um, tim's got some amazing stories about his time spent on a bike as well so absolutely um yeah so that's uh that's something new for this year and uh yeah just sort of you know celebrating i suppose everything motorcycle um yeah related which is great and as i said another beautiful part of the world so then how did this all come about uh, yeah, so look, it's uh, I was waiting for my uh, new Royal Enfield to turn up. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, I was was invited to um, the House of Motorcycles where I got it from here in Launceston. Got invited to um, a boot camp evening, I think they called it. So on the night, and I don't mean to sound sexist, but on the night it was 40 blokes um, just having a few beers, you know, talking about their bikes and adventures they've been on and the next bike they want to get and the next adventure they want to go on, that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I just left that thinking that was – it was really cool. It was just good sort of mental health. Um, so, yeah, so I, I left thinking that there's got to be more of this. So I started doing um, or sort of designing what I thought uh, might be a good idea, which was this three-day festival. And a couple of months into um, designing it, I came across something called the Malay Mile. Uh, which is in London. Um, the Mallow Mile is an awesome event and uh, I actually ended up running those guys. So Robert and Johnny, who are cousins that run the event in London um, and just, yeah, sort of reached out by email and I was lucky enough to have an email conversation with them and I've had a couple of phone conversations with them as well. So, uh, and they sort of really encouraged it and I largely used that, I suppose, for, a, you know, um, a bit of a blueprint as to sort of, you know, what seemed to work and what was working for them. So, it's just as much as much about sort of community and you know mateship and all that sort of stuff as it is about the motorbikes. So um, it's really cool in 2022 to see um, you know people shaking hands and introduce themselves for the first time and then sort of standing over the top of a bike, sort of you know discussing what their bike was and what the next one they were going to get. And it uh, yeah, it sort of all it happened, I suppose, the way that I, I thought it might. So it was pretty cool. Now, had you had many riding experience, much riding experience before this? Me, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, grew up sort of on you know dirt bikes and stuff. I grew up on a sort of small property, only a couple of acres or whatever. But uh, yeah, always had bikes and sort of riding with friends and whatever. Mm. Um, my first road bike was a Suzuki RGV two fifty, which I'm probably lucky to be still alive telling the story after <laughs> riding one of those. Um, wish I still had it because they uh, certainly go for a bit these days. Yeah, as, um, as most of those old bikes do, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so that was really cool uh, and then sort of sold um, my bike, had kids, um, yeah, and then sort of look always – was always looking to, you know, sort of jump on a bike and go for a ride or whatever. But, yeah, didn't have a bike for a while and, uh, yeah, was pretty stoked to, uh, to get back on them. So. so then obviously buying this Royal Enfield and going and, and hanging out with these guys really sparked that – passion for you to continue like having these moments or was it also then to get more riding under your belt uh look probably a bit of both mate so um look i just i think once you've you know people say what is about riding a motorbike and i I find it really hard to describe unless you're telling someone that also rides a motorbike that just gets it 
Um, so I think once you've ridden it, you know, it is, this is going to sound cliche, but once it's in your blood, um, it's, it's, you know, it's there for good, I think. Um, so even when I didn't have a bike for a while, um, you know, every time you'd see a bike, motorbike drive past when you're in your tin can riding, driving up the street, um, you know, you'd always think, right, I've, you know, I've got to get a bike again, got to get a bike again. Yeah, so, always. You know, I, I sort of borrowed mate's bikes, so, you know, just to go for a spin every now and then and, uh, yeah, so it was it was really good to as I said, I mean, yeah, sort of you know, once I had kids then that sort of um didn't have as much spare time to get on it and use it and stuff anymore. So yeah, didn't have bikes for a while, but um yeah, certainly I won't be without one again. No. <laughs> no, and then so. and then so then why the festival? Have you had much experience creating uh like an event such as this? No, no, none. Uh so um look, I, I sort of started talking about it, I suppose, and you know, so many people said, Oh, you won't be able to do that. Um, that's probably the wrong thing to say to me. So um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I sort of went about sort of trying to create it, I suppose. And um, look, I was, I think whenever you sort of achieve something like this, you've got a bit of luck along the way. And I certainly um, bumped into and had some uh, great conversations with some um, really good people um, who were, you know, sort of really encouraging to, to make it happen and, and help out and, and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I certainly had some luck along the way. Um, but yeah, so then we, uh, yeah, we pulled off the 2022 event and, mm. um, yeah, got some, you know, really nice comments and sort of, a, I suppose the, some of the feedback was, uh, you know, about some of the stuff that I was trying to create and sort of the atmosphere that I was trying to create. Which That's is great. Community feel. Yeah, Especially for really your first cool. time. And I mean, did you find many, you know, mainlanders come down to it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there were obviously look in the, the 2022 event, we had quite a short lead up. Yep. So, um, cause again, you know, people said, oh, you know, you won't be able to pull that off in time. Uh, so I did. Um, <laughs> but then, uh, yeah. So this time there's, there's a lot more mainlanders come down. I, I think without sort of checking the, the tickets, but I think we were about 50 mainlanders coming down this time wow, and that's from awesome. heaps of different states. So, um, yeah, I think Northern Territory might be the only state that we don't have um, someone coming from. So that's awesome. That's that's a really cool. Ch- like, I guess uh, for you, it's really cool to see that you had that support behind you for for the event. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you sort of look at it, I you know pinch myself, I suppose, a bit to um, you know think that uh, so many people have really appreciated what has been uh, put together, which is I don't know quite flattering i suppose especially for you not, not, not doing this normally i mean there's a few other events i think there's the open roads rally which is kind of along the same premise of you know introducing people to riding and, and to have it in tassie and have it such grassroots is something real special for for everybody yeah cheers mate thank you it's very nice you say that it's um yeah said it's quite uh, it's quite flattering and i always wanted it to be um you know for all motorcycle enthusiasts, but not just the people who are, you know, racing and riding all the time. So, you know, people who just have an interest and would like to try racing potentially and sort of, you know, somewhere they can come along and, and do that. And as I said, maybe we spark some interest and they end up, you know, taking up motocross or track racing or, you know, circuit racing or, or something. So Yeah, and um, that's and that's what yeah. they need because there's no nowhere that people can kind of get that exposure to riding without actually having to go to a club day, which are great and fine if you're really dedicated. But, you know, you've got maybe one foot in the water and you don't know what to do. Going along to something like this can really help. And it, it only helps kind of, if anything, the Tasmanian Riding Club because they're the ones that kind of benefit from the new members. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which which I'm really hoping. Um, I'm hoping that's how it happens, and maybe not just the people who have entered in the races. Um, 
but and actually our race tickets have, uh, have sold out, um, which is again quite flattering. So that's really cool. But the majority of people that come obviously come to to spectate. So yeah. you know, it might even be the spectators that think, oh, maybe next year I'll give that a try, and then. You know, from that point, and then they go and join a, a club where they're, you know, riding or racing more regularly. So that's certainly what I hope for. No, and uh, I see on the website that you're linked. Uh, you're not linked up, but you're kind of, uh, kind of in partnership with Hard Enduro Tasmania. So that's uh, that's a pretty cool little, uh, kind of collaboration with you two. Even though it may not be Hard Enduro tracks, it's cool that you guys are all kind of getting around each other. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Josh was uh, sort of instrumental in, in helping this get up and running. So, um. Yeah, it's particularly in the um, you know in the, in the first year. Um, certainly, he's been involved this year as well. But yeah, for him and uh, sort of you know people in his team to, to set up the tracks or the hard enduro track for us, um, you know, we've got our four-hour teams enduro on the Friday this year. Um, yeah, he's, as you say, it's instrumental and sort of a fantastic partnership. So and very lucky. The Insane Riders is such a big event, kind of known across Australia. So. Hopefully that brings more kind of not a, not attention, I suppose is the best way to put it, to riding in Tasmania because you guys produce some of the best enduro riders in the world. I mean, it's uh, it's it's no secret that you guys have amazing riding, but you also have amazing riders. So to be able to do yeah. that in a festival there really highlights what Tasmania has to offer. Yeah, it certainly does. Look, I, I do feel incredibly lucky, um, you know, with some of the roads and stuff that we've got to ride on oh, yeah. um, down here, some of the, the scenery, et cetera, we've got, particularly... Um, you know, people that are that'll be travelling south down the east coast to the festival. Um, those roads down there, uh, it's world class, and the scenery. You, you know, hopefully it's a nice day, and you sort of get to look at it as you drive along the coast. is is just unreal. It's uh, yeah, it's matched with uh, with anywhere in the world. No, that's it. And I mean, I th- we have friends that no, even here in, in uh, New South Wales that travel all the way down to. Tasmania just to ride just the off-road stuff too like I think they're down there for a week just yeah. cruising through the mountains it's uh it's a an incredible special place so to have a festival I hope it just keeps growing and growing and before you know it you've got this massive event that we all get to travel to and just enjoy yeah cool thanks very much yeah it's uh yeah so what are the plans then where's it going to go from here obviously you've got this one coming up soon uh, yeah absolutely look it's um so yes we, we do plan on having it annually um uh, we had a bit of a hiatus uh, in 2023, um, when sort of AMA went under, which I know affected a lot of motorcycle clubs and associations across the country. So, yeah, um, yeah but no, we, we certainly plan on making it an, an annual event. Um, yeah, is is the plan. So That's... I just I need to recover from this one first. But <laughs> <laughs> and it, and to have a property like that secured as well, it's uh, something special because that means you can keep building on it and growing on it and learning from it. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, and look, you know, you guarantee that. It, well, after the uh, festival, we always put out a, uh, an, a survey, so you know, people are willing, more than uh, willing to sort of give feedback and help us out. And we sort of we took a lot of the feedback from twenty twenty two, yeah, into this year. So yeah, hopefully we just uh, continuous or continually make it better and uh, and more attractive for people to come to. Excellent, man. Well, look, there would be a lot of people to thank to kind of get where you are. Who would they be? Yeah, you're right. There's a lot. Um, mate, look, my family, uh, my kids, Abby and Emily, uh, put up with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and certainly my partner. Um, so it's, it's uh, I can't thank them enough uh, with this sort of obsession that I have, uh, particularly coming up, you know, now, right, there's not much else I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, 
So then, but certainly, uh, look, we mentioned sort of Josh before, but my God, there's, you know, there's so many I know. I'll forget um, people, but particularly uh, the landowner, Bruce, who owns Mayfield Estate, Bruce and Joe, um, you know, their sort of um, confidence, I suppose, in me to have a sort of festival on their land and, um, you know, is uh, it's look, you could have it anywhere, I suppose, but uh, it, it's nothing like the uh, the place that we have it. It's um, yeah, said so it's it's pristine. It's it's amazing. So, right. and look, we also also that like well, I have a small committee as well, which again I can't name everybody, but um, yeah, yeah like, without them and sort of the you know the volunteer roles that that people take to to help you out and the time and I suppose that just people are so passionate about. Um, you know, this event, it's, as I said, it's always humbling and flattering that um, people are willing to put in so much time. But, yeah, I'm incredibly grateful for all they do. Well, look, mate, it's, it is exciting to see it go, uh, go ahead. When I said last year, I wasn't able to do it. So people can still buy tickets. Is there still a thing? Yes, mate. Yeah, absolutely. So tickets are, are still up for sale at the moment. Um, uh, as I said, general emission ones. So the race registration tickets have sold out. But there's, uh, there's plenty of uh, general emission and single day tickets too, if people want to come along just for one of the days. But yeah. and the first and third of March is that kind of cemented? Is that what it's going to be every year? Look, I hope to, mate. Yeah. So um, it's a long weekend in Tassie, the the second weekend of March. So I'll always try and have it the first weekend in March. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try and compete with a long weekend because obviously there's a lot of other events and and people go away and whatever. So yeah, that's certainly the plan. Oh, look, mate, that's awesome. Um, Short grass track racing, beach racing, you know, balanced bikes, the moto polo, which sounds pretty dangerous, but I am totally, <laughs> I'm totally in for that. Uh, I see there's Jim Carner and display events. Like it really is an, a, a kind of a festival and event for people to go down and just enjoy. And also bring your family down. I suppose your family can watch you ride as well. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, so it's very much a family-friendly event. Um, we really do encourage yeah, sort of families to come along. So we have, um, you know, as you mentioned, the kids' balanced bike race, but we also have um, under or four to 17-year-old um, non-racing ride passes so mm-hmm. uh, those kids can come along and sort of have a go on the, the grass track and stuff under supervision um, yeah in sort of non-racing conditions so um, but yeah kids, there's, there's heaps to do it's kids though you know as soon as the uh, <laughs> the, the start line goes up they'll, they'll be racing mate they're gonna, they're yeah gonna well, don't stop it just kids mate the adults are a bit the same so. <laughs> that's very <laughs> even true when actually. Them, yeah. even when you tell them on the Friday that it's just uh, you know the the uh, practice rides for the for the spoke rides. You don't have to wait too long before the uh, yeah yeah that's it. A few bars being battled, but uh, look, man, thank you very much for your time, mate. It's uh, exciting. Hopefully, we'll see you there next year and uh, have a bit of a laugh. But uh, till then, Matty, enjoy it, and uh, everyone can just go find yourself on uh, Spoke Motorcycle Festival on social media. Yes, mate, absolutely, yeah. Or uh, spokemcfestival.com.au is the website. Beautiful. Thank you, my friend. That's uh, awesome, mate. Thanks very much for your time.